You're listening to part two of a Dear Applicants podcast episode. Check out last week's episode to listen to part one of this interview. To to switch over to you were talking about moving on to US consulting uh, earlier on, and you had told us that initially you were thinking of the UK. You had gone through you know what 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 students are asked during the Oxbridge interview. Uh, ultimately, though, you decided not to focus on the UK and just apply to the US. What informed that decision? Why did you end up going down that particular route? Yeah. Um. So I had always kind of been interested in going to the US for university, mm-hmm. uh, but then I was also largely being guided in the direction of the UK, um, because both of my parents went to uni in the UK. Okay. So they were a lot more familiar with with the UK education system and not so much with the US. Uh, but once I started seriously researching universities and the whole process. Um, in grade eleven, I realized that the UK style of university doesn't really kind of suit my interests because the UK is a lot about you know just going deep into one subject area. Like you apply for a particular course, and if you change your mind, then too bad. You know you, you have, have to, to drop out. Start, start from the beginning. Yeah, yeah, you have to start from the beginning. You can't just switch, and there's no kind of room to experiment there. But the US is um, a lot more liberal arts kind of focused. So um, as someone who's really interested in a lot of different areas that are not just computer science, like so I'm also interested in languages and in linguistics, mm. design, stuff like that. I really wanted to explore all of those different things without being you know, stuck on one particular path. Um, was there any conversation that you had or anything that you read that sort of cemented, okay, I, I'm going to go to the US and explore that avenue? Or was it more organic? I think it was more organic. Yeah, over the time, I just realization realized. that you're probably better suited for the US than yeah. the UK. Cool. And I meant to ask you earlier, and, and we were sort of talking about something else, so I skipped over it. Why computer science? Mm, yeah, so I really enjoy the problem-solving aspects, mm. it's very satisfying, you know, to finally get an answer to the piece of code that has been troubling you for so long or whatever bug it is. Um, but then more than that, I think more importantly to me, I like the whole process of just building a product that, you know, helps users, like I mentioned before. Um, I'm really interested in in building things that have a tangible impact. And where was where did the exposure to computer science come from? Because I don't know if you took it when you were at AIS, but you're not taking... Oh, you are taking computer science as a, as a subject at IB. Yeah. So is that where the exposure came from? Or were you already sort of aware that this is a particular area you'd like to go in? Um, I was fortunate enough to have computer science classes, to have programming classes from quite a young age. Okay. So I think from year, from, from grade four, um, I had already started taking like From robotics classes. Yeah. Okay. So I had programming classes and then there were also legal robotics classes. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So I was programming like robots that would cut paper with like swinging arms and whatever. In the fourth like grade? Yeah. <laughs> wow. I can't even remember what I was doing in the yeah, fourth well, I mean, grade. it was very simple back then. Nothing like... Um, but what you were saying, right? Sense. That exploration of, of different things that catch your fancy yeah. to figure out whether you're interested in them. Okay, so there has been a sort of really long engagement with the field and then with different programming languages. Yeah. So that's cool. Okay. And um, when you were looking at universities, right, and then take, taking into consideration the entire admissions process, uh, what was your experience with it? Was it something that you found quite daunting? I know that's a bit of a, an open-ended question, but but looking at 
you know the application process ahead of you what did you think you mm, i think i was quite excited actually okay. <laughs> yeah this might be uh, it might, might sound quite strange but i was no, really <laughs> um really excited to explore all these different you know possibilities mm-hmm. all these different paths that i could go down um so what were some of those paths so just researching different universities, uh, okay. different potential courses, um, all the different classes that I could potentially take. Um, yeah, even just looking at the the essay prompts, right. I was excited to brainstorm for each one of them. Was there? Would you? So you enjoyed that process, the I sort did, of self reflective yeah. process yeah. of it all. Uh, and how did you feel that? Well, what was the? Are you comfortable talking about? You know, some of the stories that you wrote about. Yeah, sure. So in terms of brainstorming, what did you end up coming up with for your common application? So my common app was about the intersection of beauty and logic. Mm-hmm. Um, it was centered around... Um, the intersection of beauty and logic? Okay. Yeah, so it's centered around Chinese, basically, the Chinese language. Um, so I grew up in a non-Chinese-speaking family. I am Malaysian Chinese, but... Uh, we never spoke Chinese at home because mm. my dad also doesn't know how to speak Chinese. Okay. Um, yeah, I learned Chinese very briefly in school, but I was not interested. Um, Chinese characters were always just very daunting to me. Mm-hmm. Like I thought they were beautiful, um, which is what I, I uh, wrote about in my essay, but they didn't seem to have any logic behind them. And like I said, I've been taking programming classes since grade four, and I'd always been... I'm quite involved in in maths and math competitions and stuff like that. So I was more used to very structured, very logical kinds of um, subjects. Mm-hmm. Whereas Chinese to me seemed very abstract, very, you know, beautiful, but lacking logic. Um, so my essay is basically just about rediscovering Chinese again in grade 10. Um, and through that learning process, kind of realizing that there is a logic in Chinese and that logic and beauty can exist together. So something quite personal, I think something yeah. that connects with your childhood and upbringing, like you said, but also academic in a sense, because you did end up teaching yourself Chinese, right? Yeah. And uh, so are you like fluent now? Or uh, no, definitely not. It's conversational. <laughs> uh, I if we ask our producer Bolun oh, to, no, no. to have a conversation <laughs> with you, will you be able to hold up? <laughs> Almost there, need some work. Well, I think it's, it's pretty work, cool that I think, well, first of all, you, you recognize that this is something that you wanted to, to, to relearn. And even though nobody in the family speaks it, you, you made that effort, right? And that you're well on your way to sort of getting it. I, I, for one, uh, don't speak a vernacular language. Uh, and it's something that I would love. I speak Spanish, but I don't speak, you know, mm. Tamil or Hindi, which I guess were the, the two more popular ones from back home and I, that's something that I'd love to do the characters to me make no sense either by the way there's all sorts of squiggly lines going in different directions but um that's really really cool Megan and thanks for sharing with us the the story um and so what was that did you always have that particular story in mind did Alex help with the brainstorming process in terms of figuring out the stories uh what was that like what did that sort of back and forth look like uh, so right from the beginning, I actually really wanted to write about this because it's something very personal to me and something mm-hmm. quite important um, to me. Um, but there was definitely a back and forth. So although I did start off with this idea, we also considered other um, other potential essay topics. Like there's one about being a banana, which is, I guess, kind of the same thing. I remember <laughs> him telling me about this. Yeah. 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 Okay. So that one was less focused on 
the language itself, if I can remember correctly. Um, more about culture? More about culture, okay. yeah. And by banana, you mean? Um, yellow on the outside okay. and white on the inside. Right, I, I didn't catch it the first time, which is why I probably for listeners and, and viewers just sort of to clarify that. Um, Before we continue, I would like to take a quick break to remind you to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review on your favorite platform. Your feedback helps us improve and to reach a wider audience to provide further insight into this arduous journey. Also, if you have any questions or suggestions for future episodes, feel free to email us at our email linked in the description below. We'd love to hear from you. Was there anything tricky about the process? Hmm. So, yes, um... I was writing my common app. I was finalizing my common app um, around grade 12, term one of grade 12, if I can remember. Yes, that would have been right. Yep. Yeah. And that was also what was called hell term. Well, what's called hell term in my school, which is basically just when all of our IAs are due, mm-hmm. when our EE is due, um, Finishing up, like I think it was the TOK exhibition, or starting mm-hmm. with the TOK essay. Um, we you just went everything got super hectic. Uh, honestly, no. Yeah, I mean, I remember. <laughs> but okay. yeah, it was really difficult trying to balance all of that um, while writing my common app at the same time. Okay, so with more the timelines matching up, mashing up over there. How did you manage to get through it? Had you sort of front loaded most of the work, or did you just manage to find pockets of time and work through it? Uh, so luckily. I had started my common app in June, I think it was. Mm. Yeah. Um, so most of that was already out of the way. I was just finalizing that. Um, and then, of course, lots of late nights, um, naps, <laughs> naps during school lunchtimes. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you got there in the end. I got there in the end. And so why Cornell? Because, I mean, ED, if you're applying early decision, you're pretty much, that's your dream school, right? You, yeah. you want to go there. Um, so what about Cornell was so attractive to you? Um, so Cornell has a really large number of courses available. Um, so there were different things from, you know, computer science, of course, to UI design, to, um, linguistics, like all the languages I was interested in. Hmm. They even have skiing classes, um, ice climbing. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Um, so that that really appealed to me, just the range of courses that were available there. Anything else factored into the decision making, or it was more the academic aspect of it? I'm mean, sure you've talked a little bit about the campus life as well. Um, well, I guess the better question would be, what are you looking? What are you most looking forward to over there? I'm most looking forward to um, applying to join project teams. So Cornell has this rather unique thing called project teams, which are basically um, I think they're specifically engineering project teams. Okay. Um, but, but that includes computer science and since under, under the same kind of umbrella. Um, there's this particular project team called AppDev, which is, um, centered around app development. So basically building apps that cater specifically to Cornell students. And I found that really interesting. You know, it's something that, um, I personally think I would really enjoy, you know. Building, mm-hmm. like, like I mentioned before, building products that help people. Um, so yeah, I, I would just really love to try and be part of that process. Are there, in terms of building products to help people, is there any particular angle that you're looking at or any particular industry that you're interested in impacting later on? Or are you more looking for the, 
focused on the foundations now and then you look at the impact later on? I think I'm just focusing on the foundations now, but I am interested in potentially doing something between computer science and uh, between like app development and languages. So for my computer science um, IA, I actually built an app uh, centered around language learning. So a kind of flashcard style Chinese okay. app. How many apps have you built? <laughs> Three so far. What was the third? Um, the third, so I actually took computer science, um, the, the equi equivalent of IB computer science uh, two years early in my old school. Okay. So I did the HSC computer okay. science. Sure. It was called software design and development. Um, and I, for my final project in that, I built uh, another app. <laughs> yeah. That one well, was more of a. So you were really throwing app development at the admissions office as Cornell <laughs> then. Did yeah. you by any chance have an interview? Uh, no, I did not. You didn't say so they just let you in straight without an interview? Um, so for Cornell, the interview is actually 100% optional. It's just. So you said I. Kind of a QA session to learn more about Cornell. It wasn't evaluative at okay. all. So I decided. Um, not to, <laughs> not okay, to do it. Okay, fairly bold. I think uh, generally we just recommend you take the box anyway. And how did that feel when you got that acceptance and getting it early, right? Yeah. Before the IB exam. So you know, like, the, the, yes, I know that you're, as a student, you're, you're pretty motivated and dedicated. So, so you're going to keep going at it, but must be pretty, must be a huge relief, right? Yeah, it definitely was a huge relief. Um, it was super great to open open my decision. It, it wasn't a letter, but my it was yeah, super great to like portal. click on the link, you know, on yeah. the portal. And it was actually a bit quite stressful because it was on the last day of school. Um, at, Did you get like an email notification saying you have an update in the portal? Actually, no, I had to check myself. Oh, okay. but it was right when classes started that day. So all my classmates would be opening their decisions at the exact same time. Um, good for those who applied all. early. Yeah, so, um, but luckily, uh, my roommate, who is a very close friend of mine, also got into Cornell. So it was more of a ah. celebration that day. Okay. Yeah. Well, I hope you guys end up being roommates there as well, although I'm not sure you may have that option in the first year, but in any case, I'm sure you'll figure it out later on. And we're very, very excited for you uh, to go off to Cornell and, and for all the brilliant things that you're going to be doing later on. Um, has, is there anything that we haven't touched on that you feel was important to your own, you know, thinking process or act any activities that you did or, or anything at, at all during the application process? Mm. Anything that you want to touch on? I think this is a bit similar to what I mentioned earlier, but just kind of figuring out what I was passionate about and what mm. I was interested in was super important for me. Okay. So kind of figuring out a whole um, story or narrative that captured you know who I am um, and, and conveyed that to the admissions officer um, yeah so Alex helped me through that um, just figuring out you know what drives me what do I want to convey like what's the best way to to show um, the admissions officers like this is Megan this is who I am yeah yeah th th thank you for that and thank you for being so candid with us throughout this entire episode. I know all of us here at Ivy Prep have really, really enjoyed working with you. Uh, even before I met you for the first time and, and hear the name Megan being spoken <laughs> about by by different team members here, Megan this, Megan that. And so uh, again, I'm so glad that you were able to join us today. Uh, and thank you, dear applicants. Thank you, students and parents for joining us today. Um, and you know, follow uh, Megan's sticker shop, Instagram page, <laughs> which I'm sure you have. Uh, download the app. 
which uh, we were, we can link to, I think, the App Store and to the Google Play Store, especially if you're interested in little knickknacks and stickers and generally the craft scene here in Singapore, the craft scene would be right. Yeah. Uh, and join us next time as we continue to bring you personal stories of the admissions process to both the US and the UK. Thank you once again, Megan. Thank you so much. That's all for today's episode of Dear Applicants. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope that you found the content valuable and insightful. If you'd like to learn more about our guests or the topics we discussed, be sure to check out our show notes for links and further resources.